0: Hey, carnies, and welcome to this week's Sideshow. I'm Jacques. I'm Joe. And now that we are full into the Christmas season... Officially. Not the holiday season. You know, and it's not like that Uh-oh. Joe and I aren't respectful or I speak for myself. It's not that I'm not respectful for other cultures and other ways to celebrate this time of year, but I grew up with Christmas. That's what I celebrate. Let's Let's just say, okay, it's
1: not a universal, it's not the holiday season... Right for me, right. It's the Christmas season. That's all, and it's it's fine. Like we, for broadcast purposes, like you know, Disney has to say a holiday special. Correct. cool. Because guess what? There are more than an awful lot of honkies watching <laughs> you know Christmas specials or holiday specials this time of year. There's so there's multiple right celebrations going on, but unfortunately for our, all intents and purposes, every holiday themed special that is going to be showing up on our side shows from now through Christmas. Are going to be Christmas-themed.
0: There, there, there might be a mention of Hanukkah Harry. Um, but the funny thing <laughs> on is... On Herschel, on Heimer, <laughs> on Shlomo. The, uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, it's, it's unlike a lot of people... Where I grew up, I actually have friends who are Muslim. I actually have a lot of Jewish friends. But here's the funny thing. We lived in a Muslim country the last three years. Most of the people we're friends with, including the royal family that my wife worked for, had two Christmas trees. Like one in their grand foyer and one in their living room. They celebrated Christmas like nobody's business. Um, Same thing. Now management is now, you know, nannying for a, a Jewish family. Big Christmas tree, big Christmas party, all this stuff. So I don't feel cultural b-
1: appropriation.
0: Yeah, so I don't feel bad because when I see my mom, I don't say "Happy Holidays, Mom." You know, so yeah,
1: I mean, whatever. It's, it's, it's for all intents and purposes, all of our specials are going to be. Christmas themed because that's what we know. Right, we know the Jews
0: killed Christ. <laughs> Christ, <laughs> Christ. I can see your house from up here. But uh, but seriously, so <laughs> so today's sideshow. I, I, I threw this out to Joe, and I don't know, kind of you know exactly what triggered this, but I was thinking of all the industries that are just around now that just pop up either right after Thanksgiving, before, and December twenty sixth. They're not they're, they're the cleric Seal, and then twenty seventh, they're out of business. Well, you, you got to think
1: about it because you know those bodegas that pop up for Halloween, like Spirit Halloween, right. and like those little cottage stores pop up and then go away once Halloween's over. There really, should be a Thanksgiving niche market. Like, is, do you think there should be like a Thanksgiving? Pop up store that just happens to come up in every to sell November. pegram
0: so, hats and pock blankets, uh, pock... Uh, uh, po- uh, oh small park blankets. blankets and no. stuff like that. Oh, you. But uh, no, I, hey, I think the Paul Lynn Thanksgiving special covers it all. But focusing on Christmas, and this one kind of hits home to you. Uh, there, there is a caroling industry.
1: Yes, my wife does Christmas caroling, uh, or holiday caroling, whatever you like to say. Oh, we're going to say Christmas caroling because I'm an asshole.
0: Um, Wait, do they sing a Kwanzaa song? Does a, when she dresses up in the days of yore and goes out there, are are there Kwanzaa songs? That I don't singing? remember
1: there being a Kwanzaa uh, Carol in Dickensian
0: <laughs> England. Right, that's, but
1: so she, when she, but she does go Christmas caroling with a group professionally, and it's
0: it's costumes, it's yes, the, whole the whole nine, nine, nine
1: yards. yards. Yeah, so and yeah, that's a little cottage industry that you know people do. It's a, it's a side gig. I mean, none of this stuff. You're not going to make you know sixty grand a year on. But, but It's
0: crazy. It starts early because I was here a few weeks ago, and and your son does it as well. And they're getting out their calendars, and I'm like, wait a minute, caroling now? Yeah, well,
1: I think I think they were booking in in advance, in anticipation, like after the hall after the uh, Thanksgiving holiday thing. But I think there were there was like a gig pre Thanksgiving. -Thanksgiving. I I don't I don't know.
0: But there's no gigs. Post the twenty sixth, like the tw- come the morning of the twenty sixth, their caroling Made, season's done. Yeah, uh, there's a New Year's thing, but it's okay. the but New it year's. is the Christmas season. That's it's it. a hol- it, done after that. So this is one of those pop up. It it only has about a thirty day shelf life.
1: I don't. Know, I may. I think there's a push to push it to Martin Luther King
0: Day, but I, <laughs> I don't see that happening. You know, and I didn't know about this industry, and I don't know where where it's big and where it's not. I had a boss a few years back lives in a. You know, one of those gated communities in California. With, and they have a professional company come in that does all the house decorations. Now, there's some people who do it themselves, but that's actually an industry where professional people will come. And, you know, and it's it's again, it's like, yeah, you can do it yourself, but they can do in a half hour an hour what will take you an entire weekend because this is all they do. And they have the right tools to hang this and that and set all this stuff up. But that's one of those other cottage industries. I don't know if if they're around for valentine's day if they you know if they are they also do like halloween yard decorations but i know that that's an industry that you wouldn't think of outside of the uh, now until this, you know the week before christmas <laughs> they're not needed on the 25th
1: yeah i mean i think that the other, the only other alternative to that is to be clark w griswold and just sort of decorate <laughs> your own house to the
0: fullest extent of the law um uh, one of the other things it it's it's I'll have to check with my sister. My mom wanted it to be a thing, and it started to be a thing with her in the late 80s, the mid-80s, and she passed it along to my sister, who did it a bit, and I think it's all fallen to my brother now, and that is collecting those houses, and there's a couple companies that just make those, you know, old-fashioned, you know what I'm talking about as I'm babbling?
1: No, the um – the the.
0: Like dollhouses, but they're smaller. They're really they can go under the Christmas tree. You can set up, and I'm not oh, like
1: oh, like the little villages, the little Christmas
0: Christmas villages. And it's crazy because it's one of those industries where you know families pass these things down. I mean, there's like two or three big companies that's been doing it, and like every year they they have like one new house, and that's one of those big things. that oh, every year you get one more house, and my brother. The way his house, he has like one of those splits where you – is it is that what you call it? Where you come in the front door and there's like five steps down? Split level, yeah. Over his door, there's like a little – Archway type thing inside the house that is maybe eight feet wide by maybe two feet deep by like six feet wide type thing. And that's and and he's put them up there years ago and they stay up there year round and it's great. I don't know my sister still puts it up, but I know so many people and my mom really wanted it to be a family thing. Those fucking houses go for a few hundred bucks. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: I, I mean they're they're only meant for Christmas, so there's like a very limited appeal. But um, and, and I'm sure that they, because of their fragility, yep, they
0: are highly collectible and, and they're probably crafted, well crafted. Oh, and- they're they're absolutely the 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 craftsmanship on it. It's it, it they're brilliant. They're really really great. But it is it's one of those things. that's like you have you can't have fucking real kids, <laughs> like, right? You know what I mean? Around that, I in a like just now would I possibly think of having anything but paper cups in our house?
1: Yeah. So I mean, you're talking about the Christmas house sets, are sort of like a, a, a niche industry. Like, I wonder is that like a Hallmark thing? No, that's a different company. Like Hallmark sends they they do the ornaments and stuff like that.
0: They they probably piece. have a line of it. And it's I, I should have done some I should have done some research. Call my sister. What is the name of those? But it is my mom every year for a good 10, 15 years. That's what she gave. That was the big present that went to my sister because those are things that are a couple hundred bucks.
1: I don't see this on the list of stuff that we're going to talk about, but you're making me think of the uh, train under. The tree, right? You know, like that. The Lionel kind of tr- train. I like. I mean, Lionel trains. Uh, maybe yeah, that's a, a whole other thing. But they actually have like specifically made Christmas, like Santa's, yep. the Polar Express kind of thing. Like that. Like these, these, these little sh- uh, under the tree train sets. That are specifically made
0: for Christmas. watch anything from it's a wonderful life on. There was always a train going around the Christmas tree. Right. I think underneath. it's I
1: think it started as like sort of a genuine like, oh well, you put a train set under the tree and it's cute. Now it's sort of morphed into you must have a train and here's the specific Christmas approved train no, that you it, have it, to buy. It,
0: it, it is. It's one of those things where uh with the houses like this year, like, the big house from the thing is the train station or, like, you know, one of those things. Yeah, but the train thing. But, again, that's just that industry that their sales are done December 20th. Now. Right. I, don't, I don't know where shopping, you know. And, and but, stuff. I wonder,
1: yeah, it kind of makes you wonder what they do in the off-season. Um, or it kind of makes you wonder what Santa does in the off-season. I mean, that's a bigger topic for another Sideshow.
0: Okay, great. Now that we're on it, Santa in the mall. Yep. That, that's Roy Moore had the first job, I think. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he would show up in July. July weird. Yeah, hey, you know what? He just had so much love in his heart for the holiday spirit. <laughs> Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. <laughs> but, he, uh, but, but seriously, it's like, uh, and I think, you know, I think that was, I want to say, what is the big toy store in New York City? Macy's. No, there's Macy's and then there's the other one. Gimbels, is <laughs> that the one that started with the uh, the, the, the Santa mall, the mall Santa thing?
1: I think so. I mean, you're talking about Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, right? You had Gimbels and you had Macy's. Macy's, I think, started the whole thing. But actually, funny you mentioned Macy's. I saw this briefly on the news this week, and I don't know if it's still in, happening. So I'm probably wrong, and it's probably outdated and fake news by now. Macy's was either planning on or toying with the idea. No, I think they were going forward with. Appointment-only Santas. Like, you had to book your seat with Santa ahead of time. You couldn't just show up and wait in line for Santa. You had to see Santa by appointment. That's stupid. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, it's like... The whole point is to bring people into into the the store
0: store. and then hanging around... You, you know, like, you know, Business 101, you have a lost leader. You are selling this toaster for $5 less than what you paid for it. And you put the display in the very back of the store. So you have to walk by each and every item to the back of the store to get it and then walk all the way back to the front. And good luck not picking up 20 other things that were marked up 10 bucks. I mean, that's the whole thing. Get them in the store and keep them there. But as, as far as a seasonal-only thing... I mean, those start popping up right right after Thanksgiving. I mean, right after Halloween now. Yeah. And, you know, come December 25th, I mean, that whole thing is just done. I mean, they've well, now bastardized it. With the Easter Bunny. With the Easter Bunny, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. There is
1: another version of it, yeah. They, they
0: keep the fence up and yep. they take off all the red and stuff like that and put little baskets around.
1: And you don't even know who's in the suit that you're sitting on. Is it the same? Do you think? Do you no, think it's the same? I wonder. I gotta wonder. But then, let's unpack this a little bit. Oh, see what he did there. <laughs> How many generations do you think this is going to last? Because the notion of having forcing your child to sit on a stranger's lap and tell him that you were really good all year and beg him for a toy. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm not putting Santa on trial here, but just the physical representation of physically bringing. And then obviously explaining to the child, well, he's not even really Santa. He's one of Santa's helpers. Oh, great. So I'm degrading myself, <laughs> not for the real Santa, right. but for one of his lowly henchmen Excellent. that's dressing like Santa, a Santa impersonator.
2: Personator.
1: Do you think it's just
0: going to perpetuate over time? I, I think it sticks around for a while. You know, the funny thing is it, it, how that industry has to change. I don't know the last time I actually saw a little person as an elf at those things, but that was always, you know, and, and it's one of those things. Has politically correctness taken jobs away from people who make I don't know how much they make they're seasonally doing that. Uh the other thing is, you, you know, those packages that they sell, you don't need everybody has their own, you know, their their camera in there. They don't need yours. But they will sell you like for twenty dollars you can have 800 copies of it but if you want the disk or you want it emailed it to you it's 50 bucks.
1: Right, the electronic version that you could
0: easily reproduce yourself. Fuck you. We're, you know, hand it over. That's what, American. And again, it was um you were asked, "I think it sticks around just because honestly, there's all there's always going to be grandmas who want those pictures." I mean, you're not, do you do the family pictures? Do you? We
1: do. We do the school pi-
0: well, yeah, okay, we haven't
1: done the family picture. In a long time. Like, it's been years. But that's just us because we're antisocial weirdos. No, if it, if it, if we do the school pictures, but we don't do the family pictures. But again, you get these packages and
0: you send them out to people. Who cares? Okay. Really good point. We don't... We, we Like, we've done the family Christmas card a couple times. And because it's me, you know, being uncreatively creative, we always do a family picture where we're being stupid you know <laughs> you, you got the 3 year old giving the finger you know merry christmas you know and we and I, i'm very realistic there's been a couple times where management has gone out and and gotten like, you know, when the little guy was one or two, like these absolutely adorable, like spaghetti all over the face type picture and make a Christmas card out of it and make like a hundred copies of it, that when you're moving four years later and you realize you still have 96 copies of it, you're like, what are we doing? But here's the funny thing is, I always thought if two or three, three or four of my friends send like their kids, like it's great. You know, it's like, maybe I'll put them up on the fridge, but if a friend lives on the other side of the world, here's this kid and my kid's never going to meet their kid or see them I'm not going to pretend just because this person was close to me for 10 years, 20 years ago, that our kids are going to be best pals. My mom has a Christmas party every year and has since the early 80s. And sometimes we've had 200 people. Sometimes we've had as low as 100 people. But you've been to my mom's party. I have. Last year, my mom, they have a finish downstairs and there's like two pillars that have like um, wood around them, like like square. Paneling, yeah. She went back. She, unbeknownst to anybody, has kept everybody's Christmas cards over the years. So all my brother's friends, and my brother, you know, he's still friends with all the people he graduated his GED class with. And they sent him all their pictures all these years. My mom had them in a chronological order, like on like uh, a decorative like streamer coming down. Wow. So when this family came in, here's the Christmas cards that you have sent me over the past – 20 years, when it's like, it was just you and your girlfriend now, your first Christmas together as husband and wife, and here's you with your 18 and 16-year-old kid, like, all, and I'm like, wow, that was a hell of a lot of work, and, and I was like, I thought that was really, really great.
1: Right, I mean, that's a, that's long-term planning, like, that's a big <laughs> payoff to have, uh, but obviously you take pictures of your family as children for yourself. First and foremost, for yourself, so that you can look back and embarrass them That's in front it. of right. their family, yep.
0: friends. Yeah, when their significant others come over later. And, and so last year we did the, uh, we got the bad sweaters, oh uh, yeah. which the ugly which sweaters, yeah. Management, we didn't take the tags off. We went to the mall, got the worst sweaters we could. Had a couple of lightsabers, so the boys are standing in front of Santa having a lightsaber fight while we're trying to, you know, fake like pull them apart. Uh, took the picture. <laughs> went right in, And brought him right back. And I I, and I don't know if the boys really understood. It's like, well, it's not stealing, but it's also kind of a douche move to do. Eh, uh, that in and of itself is a cottage industry. Right, right. So <laughs> Stealing from the man. But yeah, so so the Christmas Santas, I think they last, you know, for a little while. What is sad, you know, on the topic of, you know, my mom, she so wants Jordan's furniture. Have you gone down to Santa's Village? No. Ever, no. Okay, so in Boston, and I don't know exactly where, there was this whole Santa's Village thing for years. What? What was the big department store that's gone in Boston? Jordan Marsh. Was it Jordan Marsh? Filene's yeah, basement. One of them. No,
1: Jordan Marsh was the big one
0: in downtown Cross. Right. Jordan Marsh has nothing to do with Jordan's Furniture. Right. Okay, so I think it is Jordan Marsh. And that was my mom's childhood. It was this whole, you know, this whole Santa's Village. This like probably 10 years before Bedford Falls kind of feel and vibe and animatronics and stuff like that. And by 1950 standards, it was probably fucking jaw-dropping. You know what I mean? You got whisked away to this magical place. <laughs> At Christmas
1: time, we all like to hearken back to the olden days and feel once more the magic spell
0: of the past. In a Boston store, this enchanted village of St. Nicholas brings alive the spirit of an old-fashioned New England Christmas. It's something to make every boy and girl wonder. The fabulous village and its inhabitants were made by the craftsmen of a little town in West Germany, where making beautiful Christmas ornaments has been a tradition for generations. The life-size animated figure of an old-time shoemaker makes his footwear by hand, while his next-door neighbor, the village baker, prepares goodies for a yuletide feast. Just watching them all at their work is a treat in itself. And I guess when Jordans went bankrupt, uh, which I'm not sure, have they sponsored us as Jordans? Let's <laughs> no, take cool. a look at that. But they... Um, they It went into storage for years. Like the city of Boston at one point owned this whole Santa's Village thing because it's maybe it's you need a giant warehouse, you know, to put it out there. They owned it for years and and tried to do something with it because it was such a historical piece of like you know for somebody. My mom's like now mid seventies for somebody probably. 60 to 80, that was it for a good 20. That was your childhood. That was when you were a young parent. You couldn't wait to take your kid to kind of see it. So Jordan's Furniture, they have a couple locations. The one that's way down there, they have it. And my mom so wants it to be part of of the guy's life. And They've lived to Disneyland, like like they've been to Disneyland and and in places around the globe with just jaw dropping animation, uh, animatronics, and stuff like this. And it's 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 not it's not campy enough to be campy. It's old. It's not <laughs> it's not charmingly old and stuff like that. It's like that. first couple of years of Universal Studios. Yes, yeah. like creepy old. Like like is. Okay, they got into that Five Nights at Freddy's thing. Is, (laughs) is, Is this little child going to come and haunt my dreams versus whisk me away to a magical land of wonder and merriment? Right, it borders on kidnapping. It's not so much whisking. Now, it's funny because... They make this big deal about oh, we also have Jordan Marsh's secret original recipe for these muffins, and the guy Jordan himself, who does the commercials, is always like, "Oh, that was a big part of my their Dunkin' Donuts spot." I mean, right. it's like <laughs> this this might have been a big thing back then, but you can't you know you can't fall out of Boston without falling into a uh, one of them. And then they put a Motion Odyssey ride. Right? They have all these bigger frills and attractions to kind of make. You know your kids like you know, about the age of your kids, not just be like, "Oh my God, you put me in a car for an hour for this right you know um I'm calling d s s uh but but that's again it's like I don't know if they take it down the rest of the year, but I can't and it's it takes up a lot of space. I mean, this isn't a little two, three little houses and are like three or four figures. It's a whole deal. But again, I don't hear about the rest of the year, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they dress it up for other holidays, but I'm pretty sure Yeah, they probably just... You know what? Jordan's furniture is a monopoly as far as I'm concerned. And for all intents and purposes, it's a furniture
0: monopoly in the New England area. Yeah. Um, they probably got the dough to store it. Yeah, yeah I, Well, they bought it, so I don't know how much they got it for. Now, here's another... I don't know if it's a big Christmas thing everywhere else, but in Boston, my entire life, you always hear about the Nutcracker. Yes. Have you ever gone?
1: <sighs> I don't think I have. It's awful. It's <laughs> fucking boring. You know what? I think my wife worked it. She, my wife, uh, about 10, or 10, 12 years ago, she worked as part of the costume uh, guild, like, for, like the Professional Costumers Guild. Um, for all the touring companies that would come into Boston, they would have the, like, the union people uh, come in, and uh, she was an apprentice, so she kind of, it's funny, the, the, that's a whole click in and of itself. It's all, like, the same kind of family and clique from South Boston. It's all South Boston women that, like, are part of this sort of costume guild, and it's, it, it's a funny story, but anyways, she would work behind the scenes with these ballet dancers, and, uh, like, all she could, all I remember from the stories is, like, how much they smoked and how much they like the costumes stunk, because they wouldn't like they wouldn't wash them between shows, like I, they would not I, they wouldn't launder them properly or whatever. So it was just like this bunch of smelly Russians basically dancing right. around. Um, and but the I think the Rockettes do that now. They, uh, I'm thinking of two different things: There's the Nutcracker ballet, but then there's also the uh cat, the, nut the, nut the, the radio sweet. the radio city extravaganza with the rockettes and santa claus and i've seen that i've seen that
0: so here it was and look i, I i'll admit it i'm an uncultured buffoon you know i am i you heard it here first <laughs> yeah exactly it's like i do i ever want to go to anything like that versus sit on the couch and scream at the patriots no but I've been to museums around the world. I've been to all kinds of plays. Going to a play next week. My cousin Jimmy's play opens in, in New York next week. Um, so long, Boulder City. It's it's fantastic. Uh, anyways, I'm g- we're going to do a sideshow with that. But my mom, one year, it's us about my mom, because this, this is my mom's <laughs> Super Bowl. Uh, she wanted us all to go, and she got it. And I wanted to n- not be... To not hate it. To not hate it. Honestly... You go on YouTube and you see parkour videos, like the athleticism in a parkour video versus a ballet. Maybe, again, maybe like with uh, with, with uh, Santa's Village in Jordan's, that was something in its day. And I'm not saying ballet dancers aren't incredible athletes, incredibly hardworking and stuff like that. But it's so eh, you know, where, where again, you put in – you, you want to have your mind blown, just put in – uh, Mario Brothers parkour. And there's a couple guys who do these jaw-dropping parkour videos as the Mario Brothers, and it's fantastic. So it's what like,
1: you're talking about having
0: a Mario Brothers ballet is what you uh, want. Yeah, I, I go to that. You know, but seriously, it's like every commercial break now, it's like, you know, this once in a lifetime thing, no, I've lived here my whole fucking life. You can see it every year. Right. But it goes away soon. Uh another big is big Christmas industry, Christmas albums. Mm-hmm. What's Well, I didn't even know last week. You and Jim started talking. The new kids on the block had Funky, Funky Christmas,
1: or I, I think the name of the album was uh Merry, Merry Christmas, but the song in particular is Funky, Funky Christmas. But yeah, Christmas albums, have, they've been around since recording. Like, it, this isn't a, a, a niche kind of like new millennial kind of no, thing. I always. Mean, B, Bing Crosby and even prior, like I'm sure Al Jolson had a frigging Christmas album. Um, if you could listen to music, there was a Christmas album. I mean, you don't go to Goodwill, obviously, because you're rich. Um, <laughs> but if you were to go to Goodwill... Hey,
0: where do you think we take our stuff when we're done with it? <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: but if you were to go to Goodwill in your travels, go to the record section. Yes, yes, they have a record section. 50% of it
0: is old Christmas albums
1: from like Gene Autry and...
0: Bing I'm Crosby. going, There is a Goodwill... I'm gonna go to a Goodwill and see how many Christmas albums I can buy. I will buy any no. Christmas album under three dollars. I'll They're cap all... it at three bucks.
1: Okay, no, but every I think records are like a buck a piece. Okay, don't buy every. Christmas I'm going album. to buy
0: every one, cap it at like thirty bucks, and see how many I can come He's in. He's not in. <laughs> gonna do it, but I. T-
1: I double dog dare you. Done, <laughs> done. But now you know what he's going to do. He's going to bring him to my house and
0: leave him. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Do you have a record player?
1: I do. There you go. Damage.
0: Do you have shelves? I have a shelf. Okay. So one spare
1: shelf for these records that are coming.
0: But I've worked in the music industry for like a long time, and it's I cannot tell you how many Christmas albums, and it's so awesome. Like every, you know, either either an artist at the top of their game. Or somebody, like, wanting a couple minutes. It's so funny. Every year there's, like, it. There, I don't know if the Grammys have a, a, a Grammy for best Christmas album of the year. But there's got to be a hundred Christmas albums put out every year throughout the genre of music.
1: Seth MacFarlane has a Christmas album. Holiday for Swing. And I own it! Do you I, really? I own the physical? No, do I own the physical copy? Is it campy as hell? He, he's a legit singer. Like oh, he's I've a legit. Gone to karaoke with him. A, he's a, a legit, half a dozen like, times. But like he takes it seriously. But like a couple of it is tongue in cheek. Like he's trying to be like Dean Martin or or Frank Sinatra. That
0: kind of Dean stuff. Dean Martin's his favorite.
1: Yeah, right. Like that's like I think Frank Sinatra might is it? Do you know it's if, Dean. It's, it's more Dino. Dino. He's a Dino guy. But yeah, like he wants to be Dean Martin and he pulls it off. Uh, on, on a couple of these songs for Holiday for Swing, which came out like three or four years ago.
0: Melek is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm
1: trees sway. But yeah, like Mariah Is that Car- a Vanity of Vanity? <laughs> Mariah Carey like, revamped her career from her Christmas album. Right. She has a Christmas, I think, special coming, like a, a TV special coming out this year.
0: Well, I... That I, includes her song from, like, 15, 20 years ago. I was asked to help uh, produce a Josh Groban Christmas special that they want to shoot, like, next year for next Christmas, and they plan it that far ahead, and it would be shot in, like, August or September. And he did a Christmas album 10 years ago that did incredibly well, and every year since it has been one of the most, like each year for 10 years is probably in the top five selling Christmas albums. So over the last 10 years, it's, I think, second only to like a 74 Elvis Christmas album as total sales, which is pretty effing impressive seeing that um, no one buys albums anymore. so Can you name a
1: non-Christmas oriented trans-Siberian orchestra song?
0: Well, there's that one about that, and then there's that, and, and and the one about the guy and what that's. Do you know what I'm talking thing? about? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can I name another song other than that?
1: Was Mannheim Steamroller another? Am I th- am I mixing things up? Mannheim Steamroller, like another like group that uh, did? another group? I don't know, uh, but right.
0: I know what you're talking. Right. Um, and unfortunately, for better or for worse, I will not associate that song with anything else but ding fries are done and it makes me (laughs) it makes me a bad person I've grown a great deal over the last 10 years since that video came out but I can't in my head stop saying ding fries are done ding fries are done every time I hear that Um, we can go off on
1: a completely different (laughs) tangent like of just Christmas music so let's move on to the next cottage industry okay
0: here is the most glaring Christmas industry, cottage industry thing. Christmas trees. Yeah. We went out today, management and I, to look at a tree. However, I I never really wanted a real tree, you know, for a lot of reasons – Um, (laughs) again, completely giving away to the three fans who might ever stalk you, uh, where I live, uh, there's a Christmas tree farm in our neighborhood, like right down the street. And now I drive past a Christmas tree farm every day and it is fucking awesome. And I I would, I didn't think, oh, that's where we'll get our Christmas tree. Had pizza delivered the other day. And, you know, the woman, like, goes, oh, my God, as soon as I saw the address, it's like, I'm like, oh, isn't that by the Christmas tree place? We've been going there for 20 years. And it's a whole thing where they put you and the kids on a tractor. You drive out in the field. You pick your tree together and stuff like that. And now, so we were. We were at, like, Home Depot and Target, Target, sorry, and looking at different trees. I'm like, hey, would you, why don't we go? And so we bought the, the thing that you put the tree in. The tree stand. The tree stand, thank you. Big words, (laughs) confused. I don't, I'm just a caveman. (laughs) I'm
1: just an unfrozen caveman.
0: But, uh, now that's an industry where maybe going back 15, 18 years, one of my hockey buddies would disappear, like be completely off the grid in September and October because he was a Christmas tree guy and he had a company. It was just him and a couple buddies. They had all these like spots, like all these corner lots in and around like North Hollywood that, that they had the rights to sell Christmas trees to. He worked his ass off for three months of a year. And that was his only job. He made so much money in those three months just going and getting – I mean they would drive up north to tree country like Portland and stuff like that and just come back with a few truckloads of trees. That was his entire job like the 10 years that I knew him. And again, it's one of those things where December 25th rolls around. You know, There isn't like – when you were talking about the halloween shops that pop up and they usually stay they used to stay open a few weeks now because of online sales now they they used to it used to be great when the when the little kids when we lived in LA 2 3 days after halloween we would go in there you go in there the first day after halloween everything's 50% off Five days later, it's 80, 90 percent off, like six days later, it's like, what can you fit in the car? <laughs> and how much change? this in whole your bag pocket?
1: for five dollars? right.
0: Uh, but now because oh, if you didn't buy this Luigi costume now, we're just gonna sell online where are we pack it. Luigi, which might have been a big seller this year, I know it was a big seller in our household, probably gonna be a big seller next year, so they don't have to Christmas get away. but no, but that's the thing Christmas, you're done. You, you're done, you're done uh, with Christmas trees. However, Christmas tree shops now stay open year-round.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a whole store in the New England area called Christmas tree shops.
0: There's several Yeah. now. That, that, uh, I, and I always thought, it's like, wow, what are they, what are they doing? But they sell tchotchkes. They sell like, sort
1: of like, it's almost like the TJ Maxx kind of thing, where they sell home furnishings, uh, a lot of, you know, basically anything that you can import from China that looks cute on a shelf... Or can, you can hang on a wall, uh, that sort of thing. Like that's that's their year-round gig. Um,
0: you said on a shelf, Elf on a Shelf.
1: Yeah, I never got into can it. Can we find
0: well. the people who came out with that and break them everything? Like honestly, that is the most awful thing ever.
1: I think um, I think uh, Putin invented I uh? think it.
0: Was, <laughs> I think it's a and, Russian conspiracy. And, and last year or the year before, there was an Elf on the Shelf Christmas special. It is the most contrived, pandering, 60-minute commercial you will watch. And honestly, you know, you don't want to wish ill on people, especially you don't know. I hope everybody associated with that is dying a painful death. <laughs> like, I, I, I hope the play comes back and it only ravages those people associated with that. But that's another industry that, you know, come... I mean, that. yeah, right. It's like a... Uh, but- what else
1: would they be doing other than selling elves on the shelves that one yeah. Like, I wonder if they're selling, like, other tchotchkes. Like, I wonder if that's like a Hallmark thing or. No, it can't be. No, that, that's too. And some asshole too came evil. up with that. Yeah.
0: Too, now, too, too evil for Hallmark yes. came up with that Valentine Day bullshit. Right.
1: They've already cashed in their evil ship. <laughs> they uh, didn't go so far as elf on a shelf. Speaking about tchotchkes, gift baskets, are, are they sold the rest of the year? yeah you can buy yeah you can buy gift ca- basically you take the candy canes out and it's a year long gift but but ca- do you think
0: the gift basket industry does 90% of its stuff from like now to the 25th
1: i wonder i mean probably but i'm sure there are other like you know mother's day valentine's day Um, VJ Day.
0: (laughs) I can't wait for the Paul and VJ Day special. Uh, What about, uh, speaking about new industries, you know, bringing jobs back, Christmas apps, Christmas only apps is now like a big thing.
1: Oh, like, um, well, like Santa trackers? I'm not guilty of buying two santa trackers buying with money that you've earned or
0: stolen oh well i don't i don't know another way to get apps from the app store <laughs> i haven't figured well that i am. mean there are free apps right right yeah but then you have like the advertisement banner at the top no i pay the two dollars <laughs> to get a free screen of that but that but there are there's all kinds of christmas apps now so that's um but
1: what else are there besides santa trackers like well i mean i mean what other christmas uh, apps are there
0: all kinds of like uh um uh, Christmas songs, Chris, Christmas like sounds, uh, niche things. Again, all, all the Christmas themed. Is there like
1: a naughty or nice kind ornaments? of
0: ornaments? I'm qu- I'm quite sure there is. Uh, but the uh, the Chris. Well, well, while we're on the subject, you know how the Christmas uh, tracking of Santa started with NORAD. No, it was again. I believe it was Macy's. Macy's had a phone Santa type thing. Huh? You could call Santa. I remember those 900 numbers in the 80s and 90s. This, this, is, this is 40s or 50s. This is 50s. Huh. This, is, this is, I want to say, mid to late 50s. You know what? One time I'm going to do research.
1: I'm just remembering something, that there is a Santa app. And I think my wife used this on one of my younger ones, where if you were naughty, your kid was pissing you off, you pull up this app on your phone, and you call Santa. Oh. You know, and you have a pretend phone conversation with Santa. Like, oh, you know, little Billy is, you know, pissing on his brother's face again. I told him not
0: to. (laughs) What, are you German? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you went dark early. Like, right out of the gate. Man.
1: But there, yeah, there's a phone app where you can call. You can call Santa and basically, like, rat out your kid to
0: Santa. That's awesome. Well, no, that's, you know, the whole Elf on the Shelf thing is the elf watches you sleep not creepy at all, not even a little creepy. And then he leaves in the morning, like that. that that's the whole thing. Oh, how does he leave? Because he has to go back to the North Pole to tell Santa. And kids love this thing. It's like you invited a spy into your house. Um, Do your kids like Elf on a Shelf? I had forbade it. I had absolutely forbade it. Foot down, not on my watch. This is completely bullshit. So last year, <laughs> <laughs> uh, management is overseas, and it's it's me and the and the guys, and we went into a mall, and they wanted to get into it because some of their friends did, and I'm like, no, your father's bad. This is the one thing you, you cannot do, and they saw an elf on the shelf and Patriot stuff. Oh. And they're like, well, get this in Patriots, because they know. It's like, hey, you know what I mean? The way through a man's heart, through the chest carried. Was it, was it Julian Edelman? <laughs> it was. It, no, it was just a shelf. And I'm like, no, we're not doing it. No. Then we did our shopping, whatever. The next day, magically, <laughs> and here's the best thing. It's like, because like, they have their names. And uh, you know, we had just got back from the Middle East ourselves, and uh, we were crashing with my sister, and... um and she would write a note for it. It, it Named it Martellus. Martellus Bennett. Is yeah. And so here's what's great. It's like I would be listening to the radio and they're out of it in the car and I know like Bennett had a touchdown the day before so they're going to mention his name. I'm like, oh wait, I got a Christmas feeling. I think I think they're going to talk about Martellus on the radio and I would turn it up and they're like, oh and yesterday Martellus Bennett, ah! all they would hear was the name. Now they, it, it was, wah wah, wah wah, wah wah, 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 wah. Martellus, wah, <laughs> you know and it, it was, i got a christmas feeling i'm never gonna
1: let that sentence go that's a funny it, it, i got like my, my christmas sense is tingling loved
0: it and dude and, and, and this is a podcast they can't listen to obviously the pain in the ass of having to get up in the middle of the night every night and put the damn thing away right <laughs> you know what i mean it's, it's right it's like, work christmas isn't hard enough for parents right let's make it a daily thing it's bad enough when they lose their teeth and you kind of like remember to get up in the middle of the night and do that. And it's I've like, s- I've forgotten oh, so many times.
1: So many. But then, of course, like, you know, the last time they got like a dollar. And then, like, if I forgot the next time, then like two days later they got $5 for their second right. tooth that they lost because, you know, he was making up for lost time.
0: Oh, and, and, and I think it was my littlest one, the first tooth he lost got five bucks and started to count his teeth and do the math and I'm like thinking oh my god he because he's the crazy one he will bash his teeth out <laughs> for like 40 bucks you know and I'm like nobody if you do that you you don't get it they you know they have to come out organically and I had to explain what that meant a little because not only is he crazy he's dumb so it was uh but that's one of the you know that's one of the other things that it's only this time of year
1: yeah I mean I guess to wrap
0: it up I mean you have oh, uh, oh. Oh, hey. I, right, gift wrapping, things. Yeah. That's, that's a big thing this time of year You yeah. know, not, the rest of the year they don't have those Nobody wraps presents rap- any other time in history Nope, here you go Right, uh, it's all gift cards now That's as it should be Like, like
1: honestly What happened if you're just giving cold,
0: hard cash? There's nothing wrong with that There's a whole Mom, are you listening? There's a
1: whole g- gift cards That's like, I feel like John Oliver where, like, you know, he ruins things. He's, go ahead, let's hear it. This is what, I've been doing this with my wife and I'm pissing her off, but John Oliver has this thing where he'll take something that's kind of banal, but then does an expose on it and then shows you everything that went wrong with it. So now I do this thing where I go around the house and I go, finally tonight, gift cards! Or,
0: <laughs> as I like to call it, monopoly money! Uh, you know, that sort of thing. See, and this is why Joe chose <laughs> wrong. I would find that charming and endearing if we were together. I mean I would and I have since he because he does it around me all the time. Each and every time I beg for more, you know, I wouldn't <laughs> Finally <be>. tonight, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and he sells it with his face when he does it. That's uh <laughs> that's the thing that it doesn't come across. So these are just some of our, uh, our, our ideas for uh, cottage industry things. I don't know if we left any off. I'm quite sure Biff will remind me.
1: Yeah, I, there will be lots of opportunities for our fans to comment on things that we've missed on our Facebook page, which we haven't really plugged audibly in a while. But, you know, I think at this point people just know. Or Twitter. Yeah, or Twitter. Nobody does Twitter. No, I do Twitter. I, you I'm cr- killing it you on Twitter. crush it on Twitter. And, <laughs> I'm uh, followed by Krakowski. <laughs> and Tom Brady's uh, fan. But,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but seriously, uh, some of the other specials like we're thinking about is we're going to do a Christmas special sideshow. A Christmas special special. Um we're going to do a what Finally wh- tonight,
1: Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and it just the inflection America's favorite
0: cancer kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but so Joe Joe did have a really good, really bad, really good idea that we're nixing. Right. I
1: <laughs> I I saved you guys from the 25 days of Christmas from Carnival Personnel that each and every day in December, you would see on your podcast feed a 10-minute episode about a certain whatever about Christmas, whether it's a Christmas specials so or we talk about, you know, basically like... Yeah, like it would be like twenty-five days of John Oliver, <laughs> <laughs> and finally, <laughs> right, right? Finally, tonight, ornaments.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, but yeah. So we're only going to do it, you know, the, the regular ones. But if you have any ideas for Christmas themed, or you know what holiday themed things if, if somebody has a great you know hanukkah thing no.
1: or Kwanzaa... i mean it's fine i mean you can suggest it we would, we're not going to do it because our, <laughs> on, on the, we're going to mock on, your god we're not going <laughs> to mock anybody's god we just like we're, it's like you know it's like us talking about black lives matter it's just like we have no perspective on the issue you know we can mention in we would stumble through such things, such things. yeah right. we would probably uh we would probably would be mocking it in it, in an effort to, like, honor it. Yeah, right, exactly. So it'd be best if we just stuck with, what, well, like, like, write what you know.
0: So, you know, go ahead and and, and tweet us or or your know, Facebook and say, this is a stupid, this is stupider than the usual stupid stuff you do. Or, hey, throw this in there. And uh, we will. And finally tonight... Don't forget!
2: I work at King making paper warblers. I wear paper hat Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Ding by the dun, ding by the dun, ding by the dun, ding by the dun. I gotta run, I gotta run, I gotta run, I gotta run. Don't buffer fries and hot fat and hurt bad, so do skin grabs. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Where is the bell? Wait for the bell. can the bell. Where is the bell? Ding, varsity, dun, ding, varsity, dun, ding, varsity, dun, ding, varsity, dun. I'm a Burger King making paper whoppers. I wear paper hats. Would you like an apple pie with that? Would you like an apple pie with that? Ding, varsity, dun, ding, varsity, dun, ding, varsity, dun, ding, varsity, dun. Ding,